One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. State of origin, it is not too far away. And today we're going to talk about a couple of topics that I know have been uh, very popular around my social media pages. A lot of people have messaged me about these topics. And the first guy we're going to talk about is a potential New South Wales bolter. Personally, I don't believe he will be there. I had him in my bolters podcast the other day. I've talked about him a little bit. I'm a huge fan of him. I think he's got so much potential and uh, his ceiling, I don't know where it is. It is so high, I can't even say it. But reliability has always been an issue, and that's something we're going to touch on today with Tavita Pangai Jr. Uh, he's a guy that over the last three weeks, he's been really impressive. It's probably his most impressive and most solid three-week period I've ever seen in his career. Uh, but history tells us that a suspension, um, a stink, a brain explosion is only just around the corner with Tavita Pangai Jr. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out over the next few weeks. For me, I want to see more from him. We'll talk about that in a moment, though. Then we're going to dive into the Queensland origin side. And I'll tell you what, if I was the coaches of these teams, I think I would rather be the new the, the Queensland coach. Sorry, like you've got probably less talent to pick from, but you've got a team that won last year. They're coming in from confidence. You get a few key pieces back in Kalen Ponga uh, and a few others. But the interesting thing f- for me is going to be the spine. Um, you know, halfback 5-8, they pick themselves. Fullback, for me, it picks itself in Kalen Ponga, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. A lot of people are calling for AJ Brimson. I'll touch on that. Harry Grant, for me, definitely picks himself as hooker, has to be the main man. Does he go for 80 minutes, though? That's the big question, and I'll talk about the big advantage Queensland have coming into this series that has happened over the last few weeks down in Melbourne. Harry Grant, he's obviously taking his minutes up to the 80-minute mark, so looks like he will be able to do it, but then it comes down to Jersey 14. What do you do here? Reid Marnie, you know, his form has been unbelievable. AJ Brimson, been reasonably quiet to start the season, played last year, did incredibly well, has so much ability. And then, of course, you got the old-timer, Ben Hunt, came back from injury on the weekend, uh, wasn't overly impressive, but before he was injured, arguably the form player in the NRL. So that 14 jersey, I think it's going to be very interesting. I'm going to give you my thoughts and my opinions on Tavita Pangai Jr. and the Queensland Spine, and especially jersey 14 now. Let's kick it off. 
We spoke yesterday about reliability when it comes to Brett Morris and how he is just so reliable. He is the guy that no matter what the situation, no matter what's doing, no matter whether your team's up, down, you can rely on this guy to deliver a solid performance. You can rely on him to have a bad day and give you a 7 out of 10. You can rely on him to have a cracking day and give you a 10 out of 10. It never got worse than a 7 out of 10 for Brett Morris, and this is why... He is and potentially was such a sensational player. We'll wait till he makes an announcement on his career. Now, over the last few weeks, I've received a lot of messages. And look, obviously, I have a pretty big super coach following. So I think a lot of people are potentially clouded a little bit by super coach. But I've got a lot of messages about a guy that I would never describe as reliable. Based off his career so far, I could never describe him as reliable, whether it be injury, suspensions, brain explosions. You can choose your you can choose your poison from this array of options. It is Tavita Pangai Jr. Now, for me, TPJ, he is one of the most gifted players in our competition, no doubt about it. The talent he has is unreal. The explosive power he has is like very few in our competition. He is a specimen that can only really be challenged by Tal Malolo, Kikau, David Fafita, these sort of guys. The big difference for me, though... He is incredibly unreliable. You cannot rely on Tavita Pangai Jr. at this point in his career. And fingers crossed, he will turn it around. Now, he's had three weeks that have been unbelievable. Yeah, he has played really well out on an edge, playing 80 minutes for the last three weeks. He announced a couple of weeks that he is available to play State of Origin. I personally don't think he will. I've had a lot of people message me and say, oh, have you been watching him? He's going to play Origin. He's going to do well. Look, all due respect to Tavita Pangai Jr., a couple of hot days, it doesn't make it summer. Yeah, you have to see this from him over an extended period. For me, we've seen this before. I had this same conversation a year or two ago when here we are, the Brisbane Broncos, North Queensland Cowboys, Friday night footy. He comes out, he puts out a big shot on Taumalolo, he runs over him, he absolutely gives it to him all night. We're all saying, oh, Tavita Pango Jr., he can play Origin, Freddie will pick him, blah, 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 blah. The next three weeks, we get absolutely nothing from Tavita. We get errors, we get mistakes. He just, he can self-destruct just so quickly. And we saw it last year, he had periods where he played unbelievable footy, and then we had suspensions. Then we had injuries. Then we had hanging out with bikies. We just, like, I don't, we had breaking the COVID rules. I just, this is the sort of guy he has been so far. And look, I've spoken to him a couple of times on my Instagram page. He's done a dream team for me. He's lovely. He is a lovely bloke. He's a champion. But at the moment, I'm sorry, he's just not reliable. He simply isn't. I don't know how we can how we can turn around so quickly and say he deserves an Origin jersey. I mean, I'm going to name my Origin team over the next couple of days, and I've put it off for so long because I'm finding it so goddamn hard to put together this New South Wales team because there is so much talent. I mean, you look at the guys that you're going to have to pick to Vita Pangai Jr. over potentially. I mean, I assume you would play him probably as a middle. You could play him on the edge. I mean, picking him on an edge, I mean... You would have to pick him over either Angus Crichton or Tyson Frizzell, which for me, I I couldn't even, in my wildest dreams, I couldn't even consider doing. Not a hope in hell. Um, If you were going to pick him, it would probably have to be as a middle, realistically. Uh, You've got Saifiti. Now, he has been unreal for 18 months now. Yeah, he's done a job for Freddie previously. He's got runs on the board. He's shown us that over a long period of time, he will produce. He's already been to this level, state of origin, and produced. So... I can't see Freddie dropping Saifidi for him. 
Uh, another guy, Junior Paulo. Junior Paulo has been playing Unreal now for a year and a half. Yeah, he's been very consistent. He's been very strong. I can't see them not picking Junior Paulo. I, I think they have to go Junior Paulo over to Vita Pangai Jr. Um, a guy that I think potentially could be in a little bit of trouble to make this team is Jake Travojevic because there is so much talent. And I'm telling you, if you sit down with Freddie and you say, we've got one spot left, we want a middle... Do you go for Gerbo or do you go for Tavita Pangai Jr.? If you play the highlight reels, you're taking Tavita Pangai Jr. every day of the week. If you watch rugby league and you understand the game, I'm sorry, how could you possibly consider gambling on Tavita Pangai Jr. over Jake Travojevic? It is just... I, I cannot believe the way people are talking. I had someone message me say they want to drop Angus Crichton for Tavita. He's played three good games out on the edge in the last three weeks. I mean, have you watched him over the last few years? In the moments that you need to veto the most, he doesn't stand up. This is a guy that, I'm sorry, has he played any finals footy? I, I don't think so. And you want to pick him in state of origin over guys that are proven winners like Angus Crichton? I just, it blows me away the way that some people can look at a small glimpse and get a super excited, get overhyped and want to pick these guys for origin. It seems crazy. I, I don't think Freddie will be taking this seriously, to be honest with you. And I'll, I'll tell you what will be a really big test for Tavita. Really good three weeks, no doubt about it. Don't tell me he hasn't been playing well, because he definitely has. Yeah, out on the edge the last three weeks, playing 80 minutes. He's been really strong against, you know, decent sides. Penrith, Parramatta, Gold Coast. Um, he obviously did a pretty good job on David Fafita the other day, but I, I, you know, as I've mentioned a few times this week, I don't think David Fafita really brought himself into the game. I'm not sure how much of that was Tavita Pango Jr., but we can save that argument for another day. Over the next three weeks, he's got the North Queensland Cowboys this weekend taking on Jason Taumalolo. We saw him get the better of him recently. I think Taumalolo is far from his best right now, but that'll be a good test for Tavita Pango Jr. Then he plays the Manly Seagulls, resurgent Manly Seagulls. Uh, their forward pack's been going pretty well until last week against Penrith. I still don't think they went terribly, though, so that'll be a good test. But then comes the real test leading into origin. He'll take on the Melbourne Storm. Now, if he has an absolute blinder against the Melbourne Storm, he stands up in that game, I start to consider him. If he has a blinder in that game, and then he backs it up the week after against the Sydney Roosters and their forward pack, they are missing a number of troops, but he'll come up against, you know, your Victor Radley, your Angus Crichton, your Maria Hargraves, your Takiaho, those sort of guys. If he can stand up again in that game, then we can talk about him. But let's not overdo it, yeah? Let's not overcook this. As I said, a couple of hot days doesn't make it summer, yeah? The guy plays a couple of good weeks of consistent, strong footy. I don't think you can pull him out of the fire and say, oh, he's not the guy he used to be, because we've done this a number of times. He's a guy that we want to see him be successful. He's a guy that I want him to turn this around and be the player he's been for the last three weeks or the rest of his career, because rugby league is going to be better when we get the very best out of Tavita Pangai Jr., but we simply haven't seen it yet. We simply haven't seen it for long enough. We see little glimpses. We all know how much ability this guy's got and believe me no one's probably fallen it more for it more than me here I am drafting him I think the last three out of four years yeah because once this guy does get it right he's going to be an absolute superstar fingers crossed he has got it right yeah he's played three weeks really consistently he's got a couple of big tests to come before the origin sides are picked he has said that he wants to play there I think it's going to be a very interesting watch but let's Let's see it for six and seven weeks. Yeah? Let's not see it for three weeks. Let's see it for six and seven weeks. Let's see how he goes. Do not overhype it just yet. And just remember, 
if you're going to give Tavita Pangai Jr. a jersey, you're taking that jersey off someone else. Someone else that nearly every other forward in this team, they are consistent as all hell, and they produce week in, week out. They don't disappear for weeks at a time. They don't do off-field stupid shit. They don't get selfish with their football, which I think Tavita Pangai Jr. can do sometimes. You see him, he's got so much ability, he's got an unbelievable ability to be able to offload the football, but it's his pass selection, it's picking and choosing the moments to offload that I think Tavita, he gets wrong way too often. Uh, you know, I often watch him sometimes and wonder if he is aware of his super coach score. We know that he's watched it previously. I think it's very interesting to see how he goes about his business. As I said, an unbelievably talented footballer but to play Origin, to take a jersey off someone else, we need to see this consistently for a longer period of time. For me, we haven't seen enough yet. Big test coming over the next few weeks. Cowboys, Manly, Sydney Roosters, Melbourne Storm. This will be where Tavita Pangai can seriously stand up and say to Brad Fittler, hey, I'm here. I want to be picked. I want to be in this Origin arena because right now he hasn't done enough for me. More than happy to be proven wrong. In fact, I sincerely hope I'm wrong because I want to see this guy achieve what he should achieve. His ceiling is so high. It is beyond ridiculous. Hopefully, he learned some really hard lessons last year. He's brought them into this season. He started incredibly well, but we need to see it for a few more weeks consistently before we even talk about him as far as state of origin goes for me. No doubt about it, I think the Queensland team is a little bit easier to pick than the New South Wales side. New South Wales team, they just have so many moving pieces that could be in so many different positions. And I'll name my team over the next few days once I've got it finalised. But when I look at this Queensland side, I think it's all going to essentially pick itself. Losing Lindsay Collins the other day is a big loss. The one thing that I think will be interesting, the current dynamics with their fullback and their utility and their hooker. Now, you would have to assume, I know in my team, without a doubt, my starting fullback would be Kalen Ponga. My hooker uh, would be Harry Grant. Now, obviously, a lot of people have thrown up potentially AJ Brimson uh, replacing Kalen Ponga at fullback. I don't believe that will be the case. I'm not really sure how you could come to that conclusion, to be honest with you. I think AJ played unbelievably last year. I think KP, when he was on the field, was sensational as well. I've seen KP play at the origin level and play really well. Uh, He's a guy that I would definitely pick at fullback. And to be honest with you, I think AJ Brimson, I think he's been far from his best to start this season. If AJ Brimson potentially kicked off this season was just beating the door down, uh, then we're probably having that conversation. But I don't think... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. AJ's done enough to knock KP out of that starting fullback role. Now, if it's between those two for fullback, you've obviously got Val Holmes. You would assume that he would be out on the wing. I think that's a reasonably safe bet. Uh, you got to fit Dane Gagai in there somewhere as well in that back line. 
But it's that Jersey 14 that I find really interesting. And I think if I was to pick my team right now, it would be AJ Brimson. He would wear Jersey 14. I have Harry Grant at nine. He would need to play 80 minutes for me. And then you would have KP at fullback. Now, the one big advantage for the Queenslanders heading into this Origin Series is that now we're starting to see Harry Grant play 80 minutes of footy. If he was still only playing 50 or 60 minutes of rugby league for the Melbourne Storm each week with Brandon Smith starting, potentially going to the Origin level could be a little bit of a worry. I think Harry Grant is just one of those players you would back him in. But it definitely helps that now he is playing these 80-minute stints for the Melbourne Storm. As I said, AJ Brimson, he would be Jersey 14 for me. And the sole reason why I pick AJ Brimson there is because as a New South Wales fan, if I was coaching the New South Wales team and I was coming up against Queensland, the last guy that I want to see come onto the field when my boys are tired is AJ Brimson. I always say you try and pick teams the other side doesn't want you to select, essentially. The team that that is going to give the opposition the most headaches. And I think having AJ Brimson at 14, bringing him onto the field, I think that's going to be the best option for this Queensland side. Now, as I said, AJ Brimson hasn't been beating down the door this year, has been playing well without playing great. A guy that has been playing great, has been playing out of his skin, is possibly going to be the unluckiest man this year, Reed Marnie out of the Parramatta Eels. Now, he has been probably the form hooker of this competition right up there with Braley. Harry Grant has had a fantastic last three or four weeks as he gets into it. He missed the first couple of weeks, so Reed Marnie had a big head start on him. But you cannot deny how well Marnie has been playing. He has been unbelievable to start this season, and I think he's going to be the guy to miss out. Now, you obviously couldn't run in state of origin against this New South Wales pack, you wouldn't be able to run with Marnie and AJ Brimson on the bench. It simply wouldn't work. You need to pick one of them. I also don't think you could play AJ at centre, as some people have suggested. I think defensively, it'd be too much of an issue. You know that the Blues, they're going to pick big bodies in their centres and in their wings. I just think it'd be too much of a risk having AJ out there. He has to play in Jersey 14. He has to come on and just be alive through the centre third for me. He take on all the tired bodies through the middle. But for me, Reid Marnie probably misses out there. And the other thing that makes it hard for Reid Marnie is the other man that they will definitely consider, and that's Ben Hunt. Now, Ben Hunt, he made his return on the weekend for the Dragons. Wasn't overly impressive, but we all remember before he got injured, uh, he was playing unbelievably foot, unbelievable rugby league. He was probably one of the form players in the competition. Definitely one of, if not the form half back in the competition. The Dragons were playing unreal with him. The, the big thing about Ben Hunt, he's got the runs on the board previously. Yeah, he's come in and done, done a job for them. Um, I know a lot of you want to say Ben Hunt sucks, he's shit, whatever the, the popular fucking dribble argument is that people throw up since that grand final a few years ago. Look, Ben Hunt, last year, Cameron Munster got injured. I think it was game two. Ben Hunt came in, he played 5-8. Far from impressive. Look, playing out of position at 5'8", when you weren't expecting it all week, to come into that game when the Blues were on fire. Yeah, don't try and blame Ben Hunt for that. The Queensland forwards got absolutely dominated through the centre third of that. It is the most childish and irrelevant argument of all time to try and tell me that that game two smashing was Ben Hunt's fault. Just ridiculous. Just If, you, if you're running with that, just shows you've got no idea what you're talking about. This guy is a quality footballer. He's shown it for the Dragons this year. He's shown it for Queensland in the past. He has always been sensational for Queensland, essentially minus that one game. Every year we bag Queensland for picking him. Nearly each and every time he stands up and he delivers a really good performance. And I have no doubt that if Ben Hunt was picked for Origin this year, he would show that form that he showed for the Dragons at the start of the season. He would really worry the Blues. So he's the other option at 14 
for me, it has to be one of those three guys. It has to be either AJ Brimson, Ben Hunt, or Reed Marnie. Reed Marnie would be my last choice. He's probably playing the best footy out of all of them. But Ben Hunt obviously can play a bit of halfback. If you have an injury in your halves, you can put him into the side as well. So he has a bit more creativity. He covers more positions. And he's played Origin before and been successful there. So I think it puts Ben Hunt in front of Reid Marnie. I, I close to give Reid Marnie no hope of playing unless there are a couple of injuries to either Harry Grant, Ben Hunt, or AJ Brimson. I don't think Reid Marnie can possibly get a gig in this side. I think he's got real potential the Stuart McGill of the modern era where he is just unlucky to be sitting behind Harry Grant for the entirety of his career. Ben Hunt, obviously an experienced player. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he's there, but I think it's going to be very hard for them to leave AJ Brimson out. As I said, I think that 14 jersey, it'll come down to AJ Brimson or Ben Hunt. Do they go with the experience of Ben Hunt or do they go with the explosiveness of AJ Brimson? If something was to happen to Harry Grant, if he was to get injured, all of a sudden you are in a little bit of a spot of trouble. You probably have to put AJ in there. Sort of takes away all of the attacking spark he's have to provide when the Blues force him to make 30 tackles in 25 minutes. So... It is a bit of a gamble going in with only one hooker, but I don't think you can base teams around hoping... Uh, I don't think you can pick teams around injuries, around the possibility of injuries. If they're going to happen, it's going to happen. It's origin. You've got some of the best players in the world out on the field. They're just going to have to make it work. For me, I would go with AJ Brimson. If they went with Ben Hunt... It wouldn't make me happy as a New South Wales fan. I would still be nervous about Ben Hunt because I believe in him and I believe he's a really good footballer. But it would make me a lot more nervous if they went with AJ Brimson. I know him coming off the pine, I think he'd be really destructive. Uh, The way that they would be able to play their forwards, they always get up for origin. Yeah, if there's one thing we've learned, no matter who they pick, no matter who they pull out of obscurity, those Queensland forwards, they're going to stand up on that big stage and it would worry me because they will they will get on the front foot and they will provide opportunities for AJ Brimson and him linking up with Kalen Ponga through the middle. Terrifying stuff. We've already seen them play each other this year and you can see there's already a little bit of a rivalry. They're going tit for tat for each other and I think putting them in the same side, competing for the same position. you got to remember, even if AJ Brimson is, is jersey 14, he's going to be doing everything he can to try and get that fullback jersey and so he should. Yeah, and so he should. And Kalen Ponga should have to stand up each and every week and deliver to make sure that he keeps AJ Brimson at bay. That's what that's what these strong teams are built off, competing for positions. I think it's really exciting. As a New South Wales fan, I would I, I the thing that would worry me the most is having KP at fullback, Harry Grant at nine, AJ Brimson off the bench. If they weren't gonna go AJ, you'd have to go Ben Hunt. But I do think Reed Marnie's gonna be very, very unlucky as far as his career goes. He definitely deserves better. I think he's been the best player out of all of them this year, but it's just the way it goes with rep footy sometimes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 